And so this is my uh, first uh, podcast uh, that I am doing. And uh, we're looking at the topic or the subject matter. What does the Bible have to say about black people? And um, it has been a very, very interesting uh, topic to begin with, that we're dealing with race relationships, uh, we're dealing with racism, um, we're dealing with uh, what the Bible has to say about it and how the Bible was utilized uh, by our Caucasian brothers and sisters to enslave African and American Indian uh, people. And so we're not using this for uh, retaliation. Uh, the understanding is to be used for reconciliation, to be able to reconcile and bring the races together uh, in regards to race relationship. And so as we begin to really uh, look into this and really talk about this and study this, um, it was brought to our attention that in the book of Genesis, uh, as you look at the book of Genesis and you look at Adam and Eve, um, Initially, um, when you begin to study out and look at Adam and Eve, and if you look at it from a Caucasian brother's perspective, they always showed a white Adam and a white Eve. And um, we know that that's not biblically correct simply because the terminology Adam means red man or man of color. And so we know that uh, the Garden of Eden was in the heart of Ethiopia. And we know that everything in Ethiopia is very dark-skinned. And so what we have found is that Adam and Eve, of course, are original parents, the original, two original uh, people on the planet, first married couple. They were people of color. As a matter of fact, very dark-skinned people. And so there is no one that is on the face of this earth that is not a person of color. Um, if you look at our DNA, our DNA for every human being on this planet is 99.99% the same. We are the same. Why? Because we had the same original mother and father. And so since we had the same original mother and father, uh, you have very light-skinned uh colored people and very dark-skinned colored people. Uh, but what happened was uh, people didn't used to be identified by their skin color. That didn't happen until Pope Innocence back in the early part of the 1400s um, where he began to identify and class people by way of their skin color. And the people used to be classed or known by their tribe, uh, the tribe that they came from, simply because people understood that all men and women were exactly the same, except the tribal background that they had. And so most people uh, identified by way of tribal background, but under Pope Innocence is when he began to classify people as by color. And then really, uh, it really got bad um, when our Arabian brothers uh, started what is known as the Arabian slave trade. Uh, they traded in every race and every group of people, but um, the group of people that was easier conquered and uh, that was easier to kidnap and go after, and they did men, women, and children 
were people right in Africa. And so, uh, really, from the early 700 AD up until about the 1950s, uh, the Arabian culture uh, sold and dealt in slavery. And we're talking about chattel slavery, where people were treated worse uh, than animals. And so um, the problem that we had is that um, really the United States of America, when uh, they needed people to come uh, to America, when they first came to America and we had Caucasian folks from Britain, uh, when they came to America, they colonized America and called the American Indians barbarians, which gave them right and authority to come in and to take really what did not belong to them and to kill our Native American brothers and sisters. Uh, there are tribes of Native American people that will never be known because they were literally wiped off the planet and taken off the planet Earth. Um, and so they attacked uh, the American Indian first and then and because they uh, had superior technology when it came down to guns and things that uh, spoke to violence and warfare, uh, they were able to take over very quickly and to kill uh, large groups and massive groups of people with smallpox as, as, as well as with violence and then take their land and then um, what they then did is said we need people to work the land and so they began to go and to buy slaves from Africa. Now the amazing thing is is that there was nothing wrong with people coming to America as long as uh, they came to when they were brought to America they were brought to America with equal opportunity. Uh, you probably would have had mass millions of people that would have come to America willingly uh, without having to be brought over here as slaves. They would have come if they would have come with the same level of uh, the same level of opportunity that everybody else was given, you know, and if you're given the same and equal levels of opportunity, people would have come to America on their own. Uh, simply because uh, it was a place where uh, things were new, uh, where opportunity was happening, and uh, all people wanted was equal opportunity. It, it is an amazing thing. Even with the American Indian, it wasn't necessary for uh, the folks uh, from Britain when they got off what is known as the three ships that they took over here, the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria. Uh, it wasn't necessary for them to come in and to kill Native Americans. Uh, there was plenty of land to go around. And so that's what's amazing thing about people. Um, there was plenty of land. There was plenty of everything. As a matter of fact, we're in 2020, uh, the year of our Lord, 2020, and still the Bureau of Land Management is the biggest landowner of all. Because in every state in the union, you have massive, you have hundreds of thousands, goes into millions of acres that are still just barren land that nobody lives on. So uh, the amazing thing is, is what the devil did is he had people in their mind thinking and operating in scarcity. 
And when people think things are scarce, then um, they take on a different attitude. They take on, uh, I got to get mine and uh, it ain't going to be enough. And then when people take on that attitude, what then they do is they look out for themselves and uh, to the detriment of everyone else around them. And so that's what they, when the, they, the folks from Britain, when they came in to deal with the Native American folks, they were looking at scarcity. They was operating in the spirit of scarcity, like they were going to run out. And really it was way more than necessary to go around, didn't have to kill people. And then the black people that were brought over, the African people that were brought over, if they were brought over uh, to be employed, nothing wrong with employing people as long as you're going to give people equal opportunity. But once again, when you have people that operate and we have been dealing with a subject matter, illegal authority, uh, all authority is given by God. It has been delegated by God. And when you have people that take what God has given to you freely and they use it for their own gain and their own personal gain and they want to use it the way they want to use it, um, then what happens is they, they walk outside of what God means and what God meant and then they, when they use it for their own glory and their own personal gain, then they begin to hurt and they begin to, 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 to treat people the wrong way and to act in the wrong way. And so they brought Africans over and instead of bringing them over under equal opportunity, they brought them over as slaves, to operate as slaves. And the amazing thing was is they didn't just bring Africans over as slaves. There were Caucasian people and other groups of people that they brought to America as slaves. But what happened was, is in the first group of slaves, um, that everybody was slaves and they treated everyone that wasn't a landowner as a slave, is that everybody that were considered slaves, they got together. And so they got together and had a huge revolt against the well, mega wealthy landowners and, um, you know, and, and almost won their freedom from, from, from the mega wealthy landowners. And so what the landowners did is they said, we have to make it in a way where we will divide people up. And so what they did was, is they took what they considered to be poor white trash which were no more than Caucasian slaves um, that a lot of times worked in the houses and everything else. And what they did was, is they told them, you're better than the African slaves. So you're better, even though they were all slaves, you're better than they are. And so when they told them that, it's amazing when you tell people that they're better than someone else that they immediately start looking down their nose at another group of people and they're all in the same boat. What they did not understand is that the wealthy landowners only did that so they can remain in control. The same thing happens today. Uh, it, it is the same spirit. It's the same thing where you have the wealthy and those that have what is considered a lot and they want to maintain control and so what they do is, is they have everyone else, all of us that are working class of people that really pay all the taxes and we do everything. They make people think that one is better than the other. And really everyone is all equal. 
and really everyone is all the same. And so if you teach people that their differences and that one group or one class is better than another, then what happens is, is you don't have to fight them. The wealthy landowners didn't ever have to fight them anymore because the slaves would constantly fight themselves. And that's exactly how um, what what we know as segregation and racism, that's how it started. And so what they would do is they would employ uh, the, uh, the, the white, the poor white trash, white men, and make them the ones that would be over the slaves, uh, what we understand or know as police. Uh, they started off as slave catchers. And so they used to police and keep uh, the slaves under control. And really, they were slaves themselves. They, 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 they weren't wealthy. They were slaves themselves. But because they gave them an idea that they were better than the slaves and they were in control of the plantations and the slaves. And really, at the end of the day, they were no more than slaves themselves. They ate the same thing that the slaves ate. Um, they, they did have the ability to move with a little more freedom then the slaves got a chance to move with. But at the end of the day, they were all classified and seen as the same. And so um, that is the spirit, the mentality of what we understand as racism and what we understand as segregation. And what they did was, and where the Bible came into play, because God has never condoned, has never been into chattel slavery. That is not what God is about. That is not what the word of God is about. The word of God has never been into chattel slavery, where you treat a person like an animal, where you treat them less than. God never, ever declared that anywhere in the word of God. But what we had is Caucasian men that wanted to maintain the status quo they went in and they found verses of scripture out of the Bible that they could utilize, uh, twist and turn and utilize in the wrong way and make people believe that if you were dark skinned, that you were cursed. Uh, one of the key ones that they used was Noah and his son Ham and his grandson Canaan. And um, the story goes that Noah, after he got out of the ark, the Bible says he planted a garden. And when he planted this garden, he grew grapes within his garden and he made uh, fermented alcohol out of the grapes. And uh, he got drunk and he passed out. And when he passed out, uh, the Bible says he laid uncovered in his tent. Now, we have to allow the word of God to translate the word of God. Uh, Moses, he wrote the five, the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. He wrote the first five books of the Bible. He used a terminology that we did not know what it meant. But if you keep reading the word of God on two separate occasions, he told you what it was to be uncovered, a man to be uncovered in his tent. And so uh, the story goes is that Canaan 
Ham's son, Noah's grandson, uh, he went in and he saw his grandfather uncovered in his tent and Ham found out what his son done had did and what Canaan had did and he went in and he found out, we found Canaan and found what Canaan was doing and he went out and told his brothers Japheth and Sham and they walked backwards into their father's tent and covered their father's nakedness. What that terminology actually means is when you uncover a man's nakedness, or the Bible might say, lift up a man's skirt, that's when you see that man's wife naked. And what Ham did, Noah was passed out, drunk. Canaan raped his grandmother. That's what Ham saw. And so while Ham was dealing with Canaan, he told his brothers Sham and Japheth what had happened. That's the reason why those two men, not wanting to look on the shame of their mother, walked backwards in their father's tent and covered their mom. It is amazing to me how many preachers, men and women of God, they, they pass on bad information without studying the word of God for themselves. For them to see their, for Canaan and Ham to see their father and grandfather naked was no big deal. I don't know what in our minds made us believe that these people had private showers, private bathrooms. Uh, it wasn't until the book of Leviticus that God even records and tells them how to deal with uh, human waste and with bathroom facilities and things of that nature. It wasn't until Leviticus. We don't know what they did or how they did it. We know it wasn't private. We know they didn't have indoor plumbing. We know that whatever they did, they squatted in a cave or used a tree or they bathed in the river. That's what they did. The, the men bathed together, the women bathed together. And so it was nothing for Ham and Canaan to see Noah naked. They had been in an ark, a boat together for 40 days. Of course, uh, Ham had saw his father naked. Of course, Canaan had saw his grandfather naked. So that doesn't even make sense. That makes no sense. And when things don't make sense, then they're nonsense. And so the Bible lets us know, it is the word of God that lets us know that to uncover a man nakedness is to deal with or see his wife naked. And Canaan raped his grandmother. Now, when Noah awoke from his hangover, his stupor, he found out, they told him, what Canaan had did, how he had took advantage of his grandmother. And that's when, Noah pronounced a curse on Canaan. Noah never cursed 
Ham. Noah cursed Canaan. Ham was blessed from the first verse of the ninth chapter. You cannot curse what God has blessed. And so when you have things that are clear, then you have to use the clarity of the word of God. The problem is, is that a lot of men and women, rather than studying it out for themselves, reading it for themselves, they pass on bad information. And when you pass on bad information, all you're doing is spreading a lie because it's bad information. And so we had uh, Caucasian pastors during the times of slavery. They used verses, they used verses like that, that they had taken completely out of context, um, pretext or post-text. It's just out of context. And, tr and, and they condoned chattel slavery and enslaving Africans and treating them less than and separating families and treating them worse than animals. And it was never in the will of God. It was never in the word of God. But they constantly put it in commentaries and, and preached it from pulpits and made it sound all right and made it sound okay. And it really was against the will of God and the word of God. And those men of God, they have to answer to God for that. And so it is not that we take the information and we use it to beat them over the head and we use it to beat our Caucasian brethren over the head because they're our brothers. They're just light-skinned black people. And so that's what I want people to understand. There is nobody on the planet that is not colored. It's all about melanin in the skin. Uh, Caucasian people have 50%. The darker you are, the greater the percentage of melanin. Dark, dark, dark Africans, 100% melanin in their DNA. Uh, the lighter you are, the less melanin you have. The less melanin you have, it eye color pigmentation. That's what it controls. That's what melanin in your DNA controls. So it controls eye color as well as pigmentation. And so melanin is used, utilized by God, given by God. The reason why he gave them melanin in their skin in Ethiopia. Hot, arid protection from the sun. We find out that people that do, that lack melanin in their skin, if they live, you're talking about an agricultural people. If they live in the sun, it's subject to get melanoma, skin cancer, because they don't have the protection uh, that melanin provides. It provides protection from the sun's rays. And so uh, it is amazing to me that we have allowed the enemy to take very, very simple things and create separation and segregation by very, very simple things. Um, we take the very simple thing of coming to America. When you came to America, hey, bring people over. When you bring people over, land of opportunity, home of the free and the brave, come in and all of us are equal and we can do this together. And it really could have been like that. It was really meant to be like that by God. But when men that have been given delegated authority by God, when they use that authority for their own purpose, when they use it 
to lift and to raise themselves up, what happens? They usurp authority and they hurt people. And that's exactly what they did. They hurt people. Um, the Spirit of God said something to me that was very, very powerful. And uh, it proves uh, a lot of what I'm saying, especially in regards to uh, racism and race relationship. He said, the, since Africa is the birthplace of all human beings, you would think that Africa would be the most populated uh, continent in the world. And it's not. It is not the most populated so that lets you know that something catastrophic happened and it was the slave trade. The slave trade catastrophically hurt uh, Africa in a way that nothing else. It, 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 was, it was definitely an African holocaust um, where millions, upon multiplied millions of people uh, were taken, died, slaughtered uh, for the wealth of others so that somebody else can have while others have not so that they can work people 12 and 13 hours in the heat of the day um, without so much as really food and water um, to work people to death. Uh, most folks that lived in chattel slavery didn't live two or three years uh, because of the treatment, the ill treatment, because of being brokenhearted because of being separated from family. Um, and it was wrong. And I will never, never, never ever say that it was not wrong. But one thing I will say is that we do not use the information that we learn for retaliation. We use the information for reconciliation because God has called us the ministers of reconciliation we bring the race relations and the races together so that we can reconcile because we are better together than we are separated. And so that's what I want, folks, in this first podcast. I want you to understand that uh, the Bible is relevant. It's relevant for the day. It's relevant for the day we live in, even though uh, some men and women of God that name the name of God, uh, they have used the Bible uh, to self-aggrandizement and to lift themselves up and to hurt people. God hasn't done anything to you. Jesus hasn't done anything to you. Those were people that say they were operating in the name of Jesus. And so understand that uh, God has nothing against you. And next Wednesday, we will be doing a podcast again. I am going to continue to do podcasts and continue to give you information uh, on subject matter that you may not know about. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about the, the Arabic slave trade. We're going to go into it, talk about it, talk about what it did. Talk about the detriment that it caused. Uh, talk about how people and lives were destroyed simply because if we do not 
honor and remember history. We are destined to repeat that history. And so even when we look at the United States of America today and we look at systemic racism and everything that's happening with Black Lives Matter and police killing uh, African-American men and women, and they kill more than just African-American men and women. They kill black and brown and white. But it seems as if that they kill more black and brown than they do any other uh, color by way of uh, uh, guns and choking. And it's, it's, just, it's just amazing uh, to see a man kneel on another man's neck for nine minutes and literally watch the life go out of a man. Uh, that that is that is a level of hatred and a level of being cold-hearted that I have never ever experienced. But that is the spirit of the enemy. That's how the devil is. The devil is like that. He's cold-hearted. He's calculating. He 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 treats people like that. He hates all human beings because every human being has the ability to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And because he can never, ever, ever have a relationship with God, he hates every human that has the ability to have a relationship with God. And so you must understand he's your enemy. The devil is my enemy. He doesn't love anyone. And so he's out to destroy everyone. He has come, the Bible says, to steal, to kill, and destroy. That is his threefold mission. And he is definitely on his job to steal, to kill, as well as to destroy. And so when we look at the subject matter, what does the Bible have to say about black people? The Bible literally says that all people are black people. All people are people of color. And so the Bible has wonderful things to say about us. Uh, black people are not cursed in any shape or form. Um, the black people are found in the pages of the word of God. From Genesis to Revelations, we don't have to look for ourselves because the story is about us. <laughs> it's about people of color. I know that one group of people tried to make it a Caucasian book. It is not a Caucasian book. Christianity is not a Caucasian religion. And a lot of people say that while they go to all of these other different religious ideas that's based on foolishness, based on ignorance, based on craziness and stuff that don't make sense. Christianity is not a Caucasian religion. It's not a African religion. Christianity is a relationship with Jesus Christ. And so before I sign off on this podcast, I'm going to tell everyone that has the ability to listen to this, that you have the opportunity to know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. You have the ability to receive him. All you have to ask him is, Jesus, come into my heart, change my life, forgive me, and he will forgive you, and he will receive you as a son or daughter in Christ. And so this is Pastor Henry Owens, and I'm signing off. And I want you to understand this is Word and Truth, where we give biblical answers to the hard questions of life. Be blessed.